If you know you should be using Instagram to market your business, brand, or side hustle, but you're feeling overwhelmed and confused, this is the podcast for you. I'm Johanna, your girl for all things Instagram, but here on the podcast, we talk about not just the gram, but all things social media, influencer marketing, digital marketing, and anything else you could wish for. I love carrying on the conversation after the episode, so be sure to find me on Instagram at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A. Send me a DM or tag me in your stories. Any and all feedback is appreciated. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, let me be the first to call out the elephant in the room, which is that I have not put out a podcast since November 14th, so I think that we're coming on the third week. I skipped two weeks, partially because I wrote a blog post and my podcast episodes are always just me reading my blog post essentially. So the blog post was about how to pose for Instagram photos and I just didn't feel like it translated very well into a podcast episode, but if that is content you are interested in, then of course you can find it over on my blog. It'll be one of the most recent um, blog posts there. Also, I've just felt very scattered here like you maybe know if you um, continuously listen to my episodes I'm in Bali and I didn't don't have my podcast mic and everything has just been like not I don't know the stars just haven't been aligning for recording a podcast but I really like recording them I like editing them and I love hearing you guys's feedback so I'm back on the podcast train making sure that I'm getting this content out to you guys weekly because nothing makes me happier than providing you with free actionable content so that you can make things happen in your business so This blog post was something that I was thinking about writing and then I went on my Instagram stories and I said, okay, what do you guys need to help you get into 2020 with your digital marketing and what kind of tips do you need? And I got a couple responses about how to plan, record, edit, and post videos for Instagram. So as you've probably seen, video content has blown up in 2019 and the relevance is not gonna be slowing down as we head into 2020. So social media users are looking for more connection and easier information, cue video. When we watch video, we feel more connected to what we are seeing because it's actually alive in comparison to just a still image. Additionally, social media users have a lower attention span and higher demand for quality content, especially on Instagram. So what does this mean for content creators? It means that it is time to include video in your content strategy. This is not a suggestion, it's mandatory. But before you get all squirmy and uncomfortable, don't worry, you don't need to invest in any new and fancy equipment. And thanks to this comprehensive podcast episode, you're also going to know exactly what you need to do step-by-step, I have got you covered. So let's dive into how to make video for Instagram. Step one is planning your video. And planning for your video is without a doubt the most important step. The more energy you put into structuring your video and telling your story, the less time you're going to spend shooting it and editing it. So for Instagram, we have to keep it short and we have to get straight to the point. Longer videos, like six to 10 minutes, are gonna perform better on YouTube because someone is going to YouTube to search for information, so they're more willing to invest time to get the information and watch it. Whereas when we post on our Instagram feed, we're kind of forcing our video on someone other than the fact that they have elected to follow us. So we don't have their attention span for that long and we need to keep the video straight to the point as succinct as possible. So first you're gonna write a script or an outline and if you are making there's kind of like two types of videos that you might be making. One is direct to camera instructional video. So basically just you sitting in front of the camera, talking it out, whatever you, whatever you share about. Second would be if you're making like a vlog or a travel video or a video that's more B-roll, which is kind of like those um, shots that basically aren't talking to the camera, just like of scenery or whatever it is. So if you're with option number one and you're creating an instructional video 
write down a mini script of what you're gonna say. At the very least, you wanna jot down a few bullet points and have them nearby or somewhere that you can see. Even if you feel like you know this content, like the back of your hand, it's easy to talk about, it's really actually easy to miss key information and then you'll find yourself, you'll be in the middle of editing and you'll realize you totally missed mentioning something that's super important and then you'll probably have to reshoot the whole video, which is not fun. So when I first started making videos for my Instagram TV, I wrote my video scripts out word for word. Now, obviously it would be way too time consuming to try and also memorize it word for word. So I used this program that I found called qprompter.com, which is free and easy to use. It's a website which creates basically a makeshift teleprompter out of your laptop. And honestly, this is a service that I would have easily paid for because it came in handy, especially when I was recording my online course and the videos were quite a bit longer. So. With qprompter.com, you can actually choose the speed that the text scrolls by at. And if you're going to record, however, using a teleprompter, you wanna really make sure that your phone camera is like right above your laptop so that it really looks like you're looking into the camera. Otherwise, it's gonna be super obvious that you're reading off a screen. So you're probably gonna to have to play around with that. I know when I had mine set up, I had like a stack of textbooks that my laptop was on and the camera lens was just peeking over the top of the laptop and I would wait till the text got to the top of the screen so that I knew my eyes were in about the right place to look at the camera and it was still a little off sometimes. So it's, it's gonna take a little practice, but Q Prompter is a great, great free service. If you're not doing direct speaking to the camera and instead you're making those other types of videos like vlogs, travel videos, B-roll videos, you still need to tell a story. So you don't need to necessarily write a script in this case, but you do still need to plan ahead. Ideally, you're going to you're going into any situation and you kind of know what's going to happen. You know how the experience is going to go. So you have to use that knowledge to make sure that you're able to tell every part of the story and take the viewer through the same experience that you are having. So this means you are taking clips at each step, probably the more the better when you're getting started so that when you piece everything together, you're never missing anything. And the story within the video is clearly described to your viewer. One pro tip that I wanna mention here, you can easily add audio over video. So for example, if you wanna record your workout, you can, and then after you can add in some audio of you talking over the clips and explaining what is happening in the video. That's super simple. It might be something that seems complicated. You've seen other people do it on Instagram. It's actually a really easy thing to do. So if that is what you're imagining for yourself, then don't worry, it will be easy to implement. So still in step one, planning your video, I wanna also talk about what to include in the intro and outro of your video. So the intro of your video should immediately tell the viewer what they're getting by watching. You don't wanna start by rambling on about who you are. Honestly, they probably didn't come to the video for you. They came because of whatever the title was. So get straight to the punchline, grab their attention, hook them in, and on Instagram, you only have about three seconds to make this happen, maybe less. You don't have to necessarily like dive right into the content, but in those first couple seconds, you need to basically reiterate what the title is and tell them what they're getting by sticking around and watching the video. Then the outro or the end of the video is actually gonna be the better place to tell the viewer more about you because now that they've watched your video, they've learned something valuable or they enjoyed the content, they're probably wondering where they can get more. So this is where you can add a call to action which tells them what you want them to do next. So for example, you always hear people say, if you like this video, subscribe to my channel. You could also say, follow me on Instagram for more or subscribe to my newsletter for this free download, whatever you have that maybe relates to that video content. 
The last decision you need to make in the planning phase is deciding whether to film landscape or portrait, which is horizontal or vertical. So if you're only gonna post the video to Instagram and you're sure that it's only going on Instagram, you can definitely get away with just filming vertically, which is very natural for an iPhone. But if you're considering repurposing your video over multiple channels, you'll wanna shoot it horizontally and then crop it. And when you crop it, you're only going to be seeing what's in the center of the video for your vertical videos. So if you're gonna film horizontally and you have to crop your footage, to get that vertical cut as well. You definitely need to think about this when you're filming because anything that's on the left or the right side of the frame is going to get cut out pretty drastically. So you just wanna keep that in mind when you're setting up to film. So that is your planning phase. You're gonna write a script or create an outline at the very minimum. You wanna have a clear plan with what the journey of your video is gonna be. Then you're gonna consider what the intro and the outro is, how you're grabbing their attention and what call to action you are asking for at the end of your video. And last, you're gonna decide whether to film in landscape or portrait. Step two is actually filming the video. So I wanna talk about what equipment you need. And before you go investing in some expensive DSLR camera or telling yourself that you can't make video because you don't have one, check in with that handy little device that I'm sure you have within arm's reach right now. Yep, I'm talking about your phone. Our smartphones are so powerful these days and the camera is honestly more than sufficient to make Instagram content with. So you've already got that in the bag. After that, lighting is going to be the most important factor in taking your video quality from good to great. So when you're taking a video, all you have to do is take it in the daylight ideally, position yourself facing a window with the camera facing you for the best light. So you want the light casting on you. And I just wanna say full disclosure, I do use my Canon 6D Mark II and Sigma Art series lenses for my, vo for my photo and video content. Um, and I've also heard really good things about the Sony A7000 or A700, I'm not sure what it's called. If you are looking for a capable camera, that's what I use, that's what I've heard of, but you really, really don't need to invest. But I don't want you to go look at my videos and think it was done with an iPhone because honestly, it was not, but it can be and it's totally fine. So other um, equipment that might help you, but again, not necessary, would be like a phone tripod or a ring light. I would just search on Amazon, see what comes up and has good reviews and pick up one of those if you think it's really going to, going to help you shoot and get better content. You wanna make sure that if you get a phone tripod that it can hold your phone both horizontally and vertically unless you're 100% sure that you're only gonna shoot one way. So I did a quick Amazon search and by quick, I mean I actually spent like 15 minutes trying to find an ideal one and I honestly didn't really, um, but because I don't need one, I was like, okay, if you need one, you can find it. Um, but what I noticed was like, they're either selling a tripod itself, like a little mini tripod, and then you have to buy different mounts for it, which can hold either a camera, an iPhone horizontally or an iPhone vertically, or it's just a tripod that only holds a phone vertically. So you wanna be careful that you're actually ordering what you need for your video recording needs. And I did see a couple that have a ring light with the opportunity to pop your phone kind of like in the center of the ring. So if you know they're gonna be filming in the dark because you know you work during the day and it's winter and the days are short, then that might be the good option for you. So you're gonna take your phone or whatever equipment you're using, you're gonna get set up, you're gonna look at your outline and you are going to film your video. Then you're gonna move into step three, which is editing your video content for Instagram. So after you've thoughtfully planned your video, you film the content, like I said, it's time to edit. Even though this is the most technologically intensive part, don't be overwhelmed. 
With the rise in popularity of video has also come the rise of super simple editing programs for the everyday video creator. So there is something out there for you to use. I wanna talk about some popular platforms um, and you can decide what you think is the best fit for you. So first of all, desktop platforms, really common iMovie. This is a classic one. It's a free video editing tool that's on every Mac and it's very intuitive to use. It's, it's not that hard to figure out. Second would be Premiere Pro. So this is Adobe's full-on professional video editing desktop program, which you would have to pay a monthly subscription for. This is what I use, but I could easily create my exact same videos in iMovie. I definitely don't use Premiere Pro to its full potential at all. I just have it because I also pay for Lightroom and Photoshop and all the other Adobe things and it's a package. So I just use it because of that, but you definitely don't need it um, unless you're going to do probably more of those B-roll videos. But I, uh, I think iMovie is still very, very capable. And then the third desktop one is called Final Cut Pro. Final Cut Pro is basically just a competitor of Premiere Pro. They're very similar. If you have a favorite YouTube person or travel vlogger, whatever it is, you can really easily find out which one they use. And if you like their videos, you could just pick which one you want to invest in based on that. But I would honestly start by using iMovie before you go and pay money for something. Now, if we're talking about iPhone editing apps, there is one called Splice, which is really good as far as iPhone goes. It has a lot of capabilities. There's also iMovie for iPhone, and then there's Rush CC. So that is the Premiere Pro iPhone version by Adobe. Uh, I think it's free actually. It allows you to cut and paste and speed up and add transitions. It's really, really good. And if you are dead set on doing all your editing from your phone, then one of those will definitely serve you. So again, it was Splice, iMovie, or Rush CC for your iPhone, and iMovie, Premiere Pro, or Final Cut Pro on your desktop. I'm sure there are a lot more. Those are ones that are just obvious to me and that I'm a bit familiar with. So after you've chosen the editing program of your choice, before you start editing, you need to tell that program what size and shape you want the video to be. So this is your quick guide. If you're doing an Instagram post video, first of all, your video will have to be less than a minute long. I'm not talking about IGTV, I'm talking about just posting it onto your grid and onto your feed. It has to be less than a minute. So you can technically post videos like this landscape, which means the aspect ratio is 16 by nine, but I wouldn't recommend it because it's not very attention grabbing as you scroll through your feed. It doesn't take up that much room on your screen and people will often scroll by them. You can also technically post a one-to-one -one aspect ratio, which is a square, but again, it doesn't look very nice in the feed, and then you're for sure cropping your footage and it just seems like kind of messy. So ideally, you should be posting a portrait or vertical video on your Instagram feed, which is a four by five aspect ratio. So these numbers might seem confusing or overwhelming, but when you get into an editing program, it will prompt you to basically put in these numbers and then you'll know what you need to do. If you are posting on IGTV, however, it has to be a vertical video. Um, actually, you know what, they are accepting horizontal videos now, but I have not seen that many people do it, and I think it's in hopes of people switching their phone, but either way, IGTV size is going to be 1920 by 1080. However, what I actually just learned the other day is that it's recommended to still use the four by five ratio for this video and leave kind of like a black border on the top and the bottom of your video since those areas of the screen are actually covered by um, the like direct messages bar and the username and stuff at the top when you're watching it on Instagram TV. So you can play around with that, see if you want it to be full size or four by five instead. Both of those are gonna work on Instagram TV. And then if you're just posting your video to Instagram stories, the recommended size is again 1920 by 1080 and it looks super epic when you fill the screen with your video. Pardon that scooter in the background. <laughs> um, 
So I would recommend using the full size for Instagram stories. And then I know we're talking about Instagram, but for your information, if you're trying to post it on YouTube or Vimeo, that is 1080 by 1920. So it's just the opposite of um, Instagram stories and IGTV, which are 1920 by 1080. The horizontal video is 1080 by 1920. Again, don't be overwhelmed by these numbers. You can go look at them on my blog if you like to see it written out or when you open the video editing app, you will understand why you need them. Okay, hopefully that didn't dry this episode out too much. We're going to um, pick up the excitement and pick up the tips right now. So diving into the editing process. When you edit your first video, you're going to be confused. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to have to learn or (laughs) go on YouTube and look up how to cut a clip and how to create simple effects. Like when you want to do a little slow motion or you want it to like fade to black at the end. But you can do hard things and you'll likely only need to learn a handful of these editing functions and then you're just gonna repeat them for every single one of your videos. So don't stress, it gets easier. It's important that you just do it. Just try, just learn, just practice and before you know it, it will be second nature and you will have a very good workflow for editing your videos so you can keep making them over and over. So that was step three, the editing process. Step four is adding the final touches for your Instagram video content. So once your video has been edited, you're not quite done. For marketing and exposure purposes, we need to put everything into a nice little package with some pretty wrapping. So by that, what I mean is subtitles, a thumbnail, a well-written title, and a good description. First of all, subtitles are big. They are a big, annoying extra step, but they are basically non-negotiable when it comes to posting video on social media. If you're posting a video without subtitles, you might as well not post it. Uh, I know that's not what you wanna hear, but we need subtitles because over 50% of people are not using audio when they are watching content on their phone. Plus, adding subtitles is inclusive for those who are hearing impaired. So this is pretty much something that you have to do at this point. It's going to be night and day um, results for your video. So unfortunately for this, you'll likely have to pay for a subscription for a subtitle program unless you want to manually add little text boxes over your video as you edit it in iMovie or Premiere Pro. Um, I can't say I've done a super comprehensive search on subtitle programs, but what I know is there's usually two types of subtitling systems. So one, you submit your video and a human creates a separate file, which is your transcript text, and then they send you that file and you have to overlay that onto your video. Usually this is like a one to two day turnaround time and it's a bit more expensive. Alternatively, there's other programs where basically you upload your video and a computer does its best to listen to what you're saying and create subtitles. But as you probably know with Siri who messes up your words all the time, um, it's gonna be wrong kind of a lot. So you'll have to go through and edit where there are mistakes. Option two is definitely cheaper, but it's more time intensive. So you can decide what makes sense for you. I recommend using a program that's called Zubtitle. So basically subtitle, but it starts with the Z or a Z, um, which creates a transcript immediately for you. But then I spend the time editing it and cleaning it up. So your edited video is not complete until it has subtitles on it. If you use Zubtitle, you will upload your video into there, add all the subtitles, correct them, and then download it or export it again as a different version of the file with subtitles. Then you are going to want to make a thumbnail. So thumbnails are not just for YouTube. I know that when you initially post on Instagram TV, viewers likely won't see your thumbnail since we know as we scroll the video like automatically starts playing. So that cover photo pretty much disappears after a split second. However, having that attention grabbing thumbnail will help you continue to get more Instagram TV views after you initially post it when people are over looking at your profile or looking at your Instagram TV channel and they see these nice thumbnails and not just like a blurry 
screenshot of whatever the start of your video is. So canva.com is the tool that you need for this. That is C-A-N-V-A.com. It's all you need to create a thumbnail. It's super easy and it's also free. What I recommend doing is taking a still image after you're done the filming process. So if you're sitting there in front of your camera and talking away, talking away, once you're done filming that part, switch from video to photo and take a still photo of yourself so that you have a picture that you can use in the thumbnail. You could just use a screenshot from some point in the video, but it's really hard to kind of move along and then find a facial expression that's not blurry and that you don't look crazy in. So it's easier to just snap a photo at the beginning or end and then have that for your thumbnail. So you're gonna use Canva, drag your photo into there, add a title, maybe some a couple fun other elements or stickers or something if you feel like that's on brand for you. And when you're choosing the size of the thumbnail, you just wanna go back to whatever your video size is. So if it was 1920 by 1080, you can choose that in Canva and then it will uh, fit perfectly. So one pro tip here, you wanna keep your thumbnails consistent with colors and fonts so that you can create a cohesive look on your Instagram page and your Instagram grid. So if you are making one Instagram TV video a week, then every thumbnail should look kind of the same but with a different image. So you wanna keep the fonts and the colors the same and you wanna make sure that it's on brand. And then your last little final touch is your title and your description. So when you're writing a title for your video, we really want to evoke emotion in the viewer. You wanna tell them what problem are you fixing? What question are you answering for them? So some title examples might be how to blank, why you should blank, fix your blank with blank or blank in two minutes. Something that's going to basically grab their attention or reel them in and then your description should just briefly describe what's in the video. So, so far we covered step one, which is making a plan, writing an outline, having an intro, outro, and deciding your filming style. Uh, step number two was actually filming. We discussed what equipment you need. Step number three is the editing. So you have to choose a program, enter the video specs for what size of video you need for Instagram. And then we talked about some basic editing skills there. Step four was the final touches, subtitles, thumbnail, title and description. And step five, the final step is actually posting your content on Instagram. So before you hit the post button, go back, ask yourself these questions. Is this content on brand for me? Is this content actually helping my audience in some way? And you probably wanna ask those questions before you go and film and edit, but definitely before you hit post. Question number three, do I have an enticing introduction that will pull people in? Because it would suck if your video content is so, so good, but the intro or the title aren't gonna make anyone interested. It will be such a waste of all the hard work that you did. So question number four, is my title captivating? And question number five, do I have an eye-catching thumbnail? So if you can say yes, 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 yes to all five of these questions, then your video is ready to be posted on Instagram. Whew, I feel like that was a ton of information, but I hope you have a grasp on what the video creation to posting process looks like now. I hope you feel confident that you can do this yourself. I only started learning how to do this this year, and I'm not saying my videos are very good, but they definitely do the job. Videos don't have to be some 20 minute lecture or a full TV episode. They can just be, and they should be for Instagram, just short clips that bring value to your audience. I'd love to see your videos once you start creating them, which I know will be sooner than later because I know you know the importance of video now. And if you want this information kind of laid out in text form, it's on my blog as always, and I'll link that in the description box of this podcast below. Once again, I'm happy to carry on the conversation about this episode and all things digital marketing over on Instagram. I'd love for you to send me a DM so I know who's listening out here on the worldwide interwebs. For real, it honestly makes my day to hear from you. I'm at J-O-H-H-H-A-N-N-A 
chat soon. Bye.